Welcome back to a short edition of the G-Funk Junkies podcast, coming at you with another five minutes of G-Funk, where I summarize my favorite albums in five minutes or so. For longer and detailed summaries, peep the G-Funk Junkies channel, where I will go more in-depth in the near future. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel, Instagram, Spotify, or Apple iTunes, wherever you like to listen to us. So without further ado, let's get right into it. There's a lot to unpack here. There's so much to say about this group, but I think most people are only interested in the fact that Eazy-E signed them to his label. But I'm here to say that there's much more to them than a short-lived stint at Ruthless Records. The group consisted of Toker, Danger, and Wicked, with the latter being the only original member left. According to Brownside13.com, their own website, Toker was introduced to music attorney Bob Lieberman by a good friend who heard a demo cassette tape of a few songs that Toker had recorded with his homies messing around in the recording studio, including the single Gang Related. After hearing Brownside's music, Bob Lieberman knew exactly who to call and put him in contact with, and the rest, as they say, is history. Shortly after, Eazy-E got them in contact with Tony G to get started on recording music, and I think Tony mentions the tape that Bob Lieberman had shot to Ruthless Records. A couple days later, Easy calls me and tells me, hey man, why don't you work with Brownside? I want to send them over to your house so you can mess with them already in my going. Well, I know these fools are some gangbangers. I'm in Monte. I hope nobody gets popped off and nothing gets ugly. Right. Never happened in my studio. Toker pulls up in a 6-4. They get out, come in the house. Talk to Toker for a little bit. Hey, we want to do this, we want to do that. Um, we're talking about doing the music and you know, he's the gangster that he is. Cool, shake hands, pleasure to meet you. I'll come Monday, we'll work on something. He left me uh, his cassette that he had with a bunch of songs already that another producer had already produced. He said, but you know, I don't know, I wanna do this style, plus it was a bunch of samples and then we're gonna have to clear it. And Jerry was like, man, you gotta, you know, change all that. There's no mention what songs aside from the aforementioned single were on there, but I'm speculating that was probably Gangster's Point of View Del Sur, Hitting Switches, Corona, and Straight Gangsta. The debut album never came out on Ruthless Records, instead Eastside Drama was released in 1997 through Easttown Records. It contained a total of 17 tracks, 5 of them skits. From what I can gather, two singles were meant for this. Vatos in the Barrio, which is a remake of Boys in the Hood, Life on the Streets, and possibly even Gangster's Point of View. Some promo versions contained a few more tracks such as So Rough, can't Stop the Southland, and Rest in Peace. I don't have the honors of owning an original copy of the first pressing, but I do have a few copies of later pressings. In 2016, they released a digitally remastered version which contained the titular song as a bonus track. Later, I ended up copying the Japanese version which contained Del Sur as an added bonus. Each of these repressings contained a total of 18 tracks. Allmusic.com gave the album a solid 4 out of 5 stars, with Leo Stanley saying the following. Brownside's second album, Eastside Drama, finds an intriguing balance between edgy hardcore rap and funky Latino hip-hop. Although the group's lyrics are occasionally perfunctory, the music is vital and energetic, making such weaknesses a little easier to overlook. Eastside Drama remains an imperfect album, but it is much more interesting than many of Brownside's contemporaries, and that alone is worth something. In my opinion, I sort of agree with some of the points here. First, gangster rap is not meant to be philosophically deep. If it was, then it'd be a little pretentious, so I agree that the production values drive the album. Second, it is an imperfect album. Danger was gunned down in 96 before the completion of the album, Wicked joined sometime later, and I believe Toker was arrested before the release of the album. 
so you don't actually get to hear the trio together in any song. The only consistency here is Toker. As far as the cover goes, pretty fucking dope actually. Very aesthetically pleasing. I might just end up framing this bitch. Although I think there are too many skits, I won't count that for or against the album. So in my rating scale of the 12 listed songs omitting the skits, I like 7 tracks, giving this a dope status in my rating, which is pretty solid if you ask me. Honestly though, I prefer the payback version of some of the songs. My favorite songs on here are Another Crazy Day, Life on the Streets, and Rest in Peace. What was missing from the original release? Well, the titular song Eastside Drama and the one and only single that they released for Ruthless Records, which was gang related. Let me know what you fools think in the comments. Rest in peace of danger and toker. Thank you for listening and supporting the channel. And like I, I always say, say just chill, chill to the, the next, next episode. episode. Boom. Boom.